Okay, today's daf is daf Mem Gimel in Erevin. Uh, <clears throat> we finished off at the two dots, and we'll start with Boyer of Hananya. Halfway, exactly halfway down the page. Boyer of Hananya. We talked about the Tum Shabbos or Yontiv. You can't go more than 2,000 Amis outside of your resting place where you started Shabbos or outside of your city. If you're in the city, you have the whole limits of the city, the town limits, and then you can go 2,000 Amis. What about more than, now, uh, what about higher than 10 Tfachim? Meaning we've learned before that Rosh Hashanah is only 10 Tfachmai. It's a very small amount. It's less than the normal person's height. So that's Rosh Hashanah or Carmelis is only up until 10 Tfachim. Above 10 Tfachim, it's like Rosh Hashanah. Maybe Tum doesn't apply there. Maybe that's only if you're walking on the street. Your feet are walking on the street. What happens if you're above, if you're walking high up? Maybe there's no limit there on Tum Shabbos. That's the question that we raise now. Boy Rav Chanan, Yesh Tum Lamalam Yasara, higher than Fachamoyin Tum Lamalam Yasara. Amud Gavoyasara, let's say you have a pillar that's 10 Facham high, Varachavarva, but you can easily walk on it. In other words, it's high, but it's easy to, um, uh, it's, it's easy to, to traverse this uh, and you can continue walking. It's, if it's four Tfachim high, that's good enough to walk on. Lo Tibolach Smichti, that's considered solid ground. Even if it's high up, it's ten fachim high. But if it's easy to walk on it, that's like the ground. It's just like a uh, it's like a little uh, hill in the middle of the ground. The question is, if it's ten fachim high, but it's not easily traversed, it's hard to walk on because it's less than four fachim high. It's very narrow. You're far, you're afraid you'll fall off. So is that considered? Is that considered a separate thing? Because you can't really walk there. And therefore, there's no union of Tum Shabbos above 10 Falch. And that's our question. Is there any of Tum Shabbos above? If it's part of the ground, like there's a hill and a valley and you go up and down, that's not a problem. It's easily walked. But if you're where it's less than four Tfachim wide and you can't walk on it easily, maybe there's no Tum Shabbos. Maybe there's no way of Tum Shabbos. Inami because of the Kfitza. Or Rajnam the Kfitza, that you took a leap, meaning Rashi says Bishem. In other words, he had what's called Kfitza Saderach. By using uh, uh, God's real names, they're able to empower himself to jump high up in the air or to go a long way. We find that, you know, uh, Yaakov Avinu, others uh, had kvitsa saderach. They didn't have to walk, you know, step by step, kilometer by kilometer. They had like what's called kvitsa saderach. They were able to leap miraculously and wind up where they were. So here also, if you're leaping up in the air and you traverse, uh, you know, cities and whatever, you go a long distance, uh, that's the question. Is that a problem or not? You say also you can't go to Tum Shabbos. Tum Shabbos is 2,000 Amis, however high it is, or is it only up until 10 Fachim if you're flying? You know, today you'd say if you were in a plane. Well, you can't be in a plane on Shabbos and Yanta, but let's just say you had some, huh? Pardon? A hang glider. A hang glider, right. A hang glider or a balloon or something like that. You were up there. Uh, maybe there's no Yisra of Tum Shabbos there. Nafkamina would be if there's no, if there's no Yisra of Tum Shabbos, so whenever you got, you know, you can just keep, you can just keep on going. There's no issue. You're not doing any issue by, by traveling like that. Lishnachrin or on a boat. We're assuming our boat is also higher than 10 Tfachim right, from, the, from the ground. The boat is high, the, the water, etc. Uh, you know, it's 10 Tfachim, uh, it's more than 10 Tfachim deep. So that's our question. Is there an issue of Tum Shabbos above 10 Tfachim? My. This is the question. Amr of Hoshia, Tashma, let's bring a proof from our Mishnah. Maisif Our Mishnah said, the Mishnah that we learned was uh, the first day of Rosh Hashanah's Daf. They came from Paldarsan. That was the name of a place, Flandrasan, whatever. They came from that place. And they flee Gesvinas And they were going in the, uh, they were, you know, deep in the ocean. They went with their Shita. 
that if you're in a place, if they took you to a place that's far away, but you're within a, like a room now or some sort of an enclosure or a boat like that, so you can traverse the whole boat. That's what Rabbi Lezer said. But as I they went through about Rabbi Shuvah and Rabbi Kiva, they were machmer lozosu midalad amishoratsu lahachmer alatzman. We talked about that lashon at the top of this daf, uh, which we learned, uh, which was on yesterday's uh, recording, that um, they wanted to be machmer mashma that they also held it was mutter, but they wanted to go lechumra. Fine, but what's the problem? If you say that the tchum shabbos tchum yontif of two thousand amos. It doesn't make any difference what height you're at, whether you're on the ground or whether you're up 10 fachim or 20 fachim in the air, there's still an issue of Tchum Shabbos. So I understand. So that's why they wanted to be machmer on themselves, because there's Tchum Shabbos even on a boat, which is high up. If there's no Isser, am I Ratsu? Why do they be machmer? There's no, there's no Isser of Tchum Shabbos. You can, you can travel from, uh, you know, from New York to, to London on a boat. And they could, on a fast boat, you could take a fast boat, and you're on Shabbos or Yanta. I mean, not you shouldn't board and 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 uh, you know and disembark uh, on Shabbos or Yanta. But let's say you were on a boat already. Uh, some say you have to go on a boat by, by by Wednesday. You shouldn't leave on Thursday or Friday, whatever. But the point is, is that is that you're on a boat already, and it's traversing this uh, the whole ocean. It's not, it's not there's not an issue of Tum Shabbos there for you. So, uh, so if there's no Isser, why did they want to be machmer on themselves and say, I'm only going to go four Amis as if I was placed in a, in, a, in a spot that I shouldn't be. I was placed there forcibly, right? That was the, the Shail sh- in the Mishnah. If somebody puts you there forcibly, you only have Dalad Amis. If they forcibly put you back, you also have just, then, then you're back to your original uh, position. But if you went either direction, um, uh, if you went in either direction, uh, Baratzon of your own free will, then you're not entitled to that. And then we said, right, and the same thing with so Let's say they took you to another city or a, or a barn or whatever or a, or a prison, whatever. And Leal says you can go through the whole place, throughout that whole enclosure. Rabbi Shua says you can't. Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva say you can't. Why, why, so why would they machmer themselves? There's no issue of Tum Shabbos on, on a boat. The answer is, Kedar Rav, Rav, like Rav was going to say in a minute in, in, in reference to another proof from the Mishnah, that Malach is can speak, maybe the boat, they can't prove it here, maybe the boat was going in shallow water. The boat they were on was in shallow water, less than ten tefachim. Maybe that's why the machmer. So Hachanami Moshe said, like Rav was going to give an answer in a minute in the same in the, on the story when they came into the port and they were on the boat. They said maybe they were in shallow water. If they were in shallow water, you can't prove anything from there. The reason they were machmer is because uh, there is an Indian of Tum Shabbos on shallow water where it's under ten tefachim. But if it's above ten tefachim, maybe there is indeed no Isra of Tum Shabbos. Toshma, another proof. This is also from the same Mishnah. Our Mishnah Pamachas. They came in, this is the story at the end of the Mishnah. One time it happened that they didn't come into the port until the evening. I guess the, the boat was late or whatever. You know, they didn't have schedules in those days. Whenever it landed, it landed, right? So um, the Mishnah says at the end, Can we disembark from the boat? Are we entitled to, to get off? Because after all, maybe we've gone too far. On, uh, on, we've gone beyond our tomb and it was Shabbos already, Friday night. You're allowed to. I was looking from far. In other words, while we were still, while the boat was moving and we were entering the port, we got into the Tum Shabbos of the city, of the port, before it got dark. In other words, we didn't come from outside of the Tum, inside of the Tum, before it got dark. When we started, Shabbos started, we were already considered in the port city. And therefore, there was no issue. That was the story. Now, again, um, if there's an of Tumen, Shopper, it makes sense. He says, no, no problem. I already saw we were in the city before Shabbos started. Eli Yamad ain't Tumen. 
Uh, but if, he says, if there's no Yisra of Tchum above 10 Fachim, So what if they were in the Tchum Shabbos? There is no Yisra. You could travel the whole Atlantic, the whole Pacific, and not be over on Tchum Shabbos, because you're above 10 Fachim. So here's where Rabbi gave his answer that we applied in the previous case on Rabbi, the Malachas Berek. Again, speaking about maybe we're in shallow water, so you can't prove anything from there. Tashma, another proof. Is there Tchum Shabbos above 10 Fachim? Tashma, Hani Shev Shmaita, there were seven rulings, not, this, not the Sefer Shev Shmait, it's based on that idea, but the, this, uh, there are seven uh, halachic rulings, the Isamar B'Tzafra B'Shabsa, that were said in the morning, Shabbos morning, Kamed Rav Chista, the Surah. Rav Chista was in Surah, and these seven rulings were quoted to him on Shabbos morning. B'Hadi Panyim B'Shabsa, Kamed Rava B'Pompadisa, or Kamed Rava B'Pompadisa. And then in the evening of Shabbos, Shalashudah's time, these same things that they were said in the morning in Surah, and these same things were said in Pompadisa to before Rabbah on the same day. How did the how did the guy get from Surah to Pompadisa? It must be that he left Surah and then um, and then uh, flew above you know, Ten Fachim and got there and got to Pompadisa. Now who could fly? Who said these things? Manaminu Lavilio. Isn't Elio said it? Now, Elio was a Shemr Shabbos, as we know. Elio and Elio was Shemr Shabbos. So how could he travel above ten fachim? How could he, if, if, if it's also, if the Yisra of Tom Shabbos is even above ten fachim, how did he get from Sur to Pompadisa on the, same, on the same day, on the same Shabbos? How did he get there? Right? So, Alma Eintchum and Lamal Yisra. must be, if Elio and Navi was Shabbos morning, he gave a shear in Surah. The seven rulings that he gave, and then he gave the same shear Shalashudas time in Pumpadisa. I mean, that's that's a long distance. Must be that there's no Tum Shabbos. Amen. Tum Lamalam So must be that there's no Tum Shabbos. No Israel Tum Shabbos above ten Fachim. This is low. Dilma Yosef Shidarminu. Yosef the shade is the one who said it. He was disguised or whatever. He see he related these uh, these. And Rashi says, Delominta Shabbos. He's not a Shemer Shabbos. Not a Shomer Shabbos. That Lashon of Shomer Shabbos, you see right in the Gemara, you Minta B'Shabsa, right? By the way, before we turn the page and bring the, last, the next proof, Tashma, we're on the last line of the page, just in the Gemara, in case you weren't, uh, you didn't uh, catch up and do the top of Mem Gimel, it's just today's daf, which was really connected to the previous day, so we learned it then. Interesting that he used the Lashon, right before the two dots, a couple lines before we started today. It says, Emesh Emesh usually means last night. Right in modern Hebrew, it always means last night. Emesh in the Chumash, I think you find it means even yesterday. Emesh like uh, before. Here, Emesh means that night. La'erev in the evening. So Emesh can mean several things. It can mean last night. It can mean in the evening, or it can mean yesterday, depending on the context and how it's used. Um, all right. Anyway, that's just a little note. No. Toshma. Let's bring another proof. We're trying to prove is there Tum Shabbos above ten Fachim. And as we said, even Elio and Navi would have to observe Shabbos. All Jews have to observe the halachas of Shabbos. So Tashma. And even if we say that Tchum Shabbos is a drabonan, fine, it's a drabonan, but, uh, you know, so Elio still keeps the halachas. Tashma. Here's a case. Hareini Nazir. I want to be a Nazir, right? A Nazir. I'm going to abstain from wine and the shaving, etc. Hareini Nazir. Biyom Shabin Davida. On the day that Mashiach comes, I'm going to be so grateful that I'm going to make myself a Nazir for 30 days. Now, you're a Nazir on the day that, that, that Mashiach is coming. We don't know, of course, when Mashiach is coming. But uh, let's say I say, if Mashiach comes today, I want to be a Nazir starting from today. So maybe he's going to come later today. We don't know, right? Or maybe he came. You don't know. So, 
you're allowed to drink wine on Shabbos Yontif. Why? Because Mashiach is not going to come on Shabbos. We'll see why. Right? He's not going to come on Shabbos. Why not? Okay. But also, but you can't drink wine. Let's just say, I call you Mosachol. During the weekdays, you, can't, you can never drink wine. Why? Because maybe he's going to show up today. You don't know. But on Shabbos, he can't show up. Mashiach can't come on Shabbos. And therefore, on Shabbos, or he can't come on Yontif, right? Can't come on Shabbos or Yontif. Now, why apparently? Because he would be over on the Tchum Shabbos to come wherever he's coming from, right? From the sky, wherever he's coming from, he'll have to come, he'll have to fly into Shalim somehow. Can't fly on Shabbos because it's uh, over on Tchum Shabbos. If you say, well, the Gemara says again, at the top line of the day, if there's a loch of Tchum Shabbos even above ten Fachim, okay, I understand why in Shabbos and Yontav it's Mutter. Why? Because since there's an Isser of Tchum Shabbos and the Mashiach is not going to be over on that, he's not going to come on Shabbos. So uh, if, for example, he <laughs> started the Naziris today, today, let's say it was Shabbos or Yontif, and I said, I'm going to be a Nazir on the day the Mashiach is coming, Shabbos and Yontif, he can't come. So you're not a Nazir today. You can make Kiddush, you know, you can drink your wine, right? Or whatever you drink, right? Uh, if there's no Isser of Tchum Shabbos on Shabbos, if there's no Isser of uh, Tchum Shabbos or Yontif above Ten Fachim, am I Mutter? Why isn't Mutter to drink wine on Shabbos? Maybe he's going to come today. He can come on Shabbos also. He can come from above ten Fachim. So the Gemara says, you're right. That's not a proof. Why? Because it could vary. So you're trying to prove that there's no Tum Shabbos. And that's why he's able to come. No. Shiny, Hossam, the Omer Krah. There's a different reason why he's not going to come on Shabbos. It could be, it could very well be that what? Uh, that ain't Tum Shabbos. There's no Tum Shabbos above ten Fachim. So why can't he come on Shabbos? There's a difference because there's a condition. Mashiach cannot come until Eliyahu tells us the day before that he's going to come. As the Pasuk says, What does it say? Right? We all know that, that uh, those Psukim from the Haftorah. So Eliyahu's going to come before us. So, the reason, the reason on Shabbos and Yontif, why you're not a Nazir, if you say, I'm going to be a Nazir and then Mashiach is coming, maybe he's going to come on Shabbos. So first we said, can't come on Shabbos because there's a, there's a Trum. He can't, he, he can't fly in. He's going to come too far away. So that's the Chorah proof that there is a Tum Shabbos even above Ten Fachim. He says, no, 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 no. There's no Tum Shabbos above Ten Fachim. The reason he can't come on Shabbos is because Eliyahu didn't come on Friday. He didn't come. If on Friday he didn't come, if Eliyahu didn't come on Friday to tell us Mashiach is coming on Shabbos, Mashiach can't come. That's a condition. So also call you So on each and every day, on a Thursday or a Wednesday, say also, listen, I'm going to be a Nazir if Mashiach comes today. Well, if Eliyahu didn't come yesterday, he can't. The Mashiach can't come today. So every day you could say that. If Eliyahu did not come the day before. What's the difference if it's Shabbos or any other weekday, any day? If, if Elio did not come the day before, Mashiach can't come today. It's as simple as that. Right? So if that's the case, right? You should be muttered to drink wine each day. You're not a Nazar today. Because you're only a Nazar today. Mashiach has come. Mashiach can't come today. If Elio didn't come yesterday, the answer is why? So why are you a Nazar each any weekday if you took your Nazirs on a weekday? Ella Amrinan Lebeznan Agadalasa. It could be Elio has to come, but he doesn't have to show up at every house. It's not like uh, Leila Seder, right? He comes, he, he appears, he comes to the Beznan Agadalasa, and he says, uh, By the way, I'd like you to put out a notice. Uh, Mashiach will be here tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. 
you can expect him, right? Maybe he went to the Pesna Gold Yushalayim and he told them, and this guy who's this guy who's saying I'm in Azir today, maybe he's in Haifa or Tel Aviv and Ramot or wherever he is, and uh, so he doesn't know that he came. El, right? Ella, Amina, Lebesna, Gorolosa. He could have come. So every day when I say on Wednesday, I'm going to be a Nazar for Mashiach's coming, it's possible Mashiach is coming today. Maybe Elio came yesterday and told the Besna to go. So, Achanami, Lebesna, Lebesna, Gorolosa. So it's also possible here. If you say that, Ain't Chum Shabbat, Ain't Chum Shabbat, Lamal, Yasar, above Ten Fochim, there's no Yasar of Chum Shabbat. So really, Mashiach could show up on Shabbat because he can come from wherever he is. So why on Shabbos are you not a Nazir? If you say I'm a Nazir, I'm going to be a Nazir, and then Mashiach is coming. A different reason that maybe he came, maybe Mashiach, maybe Elio came yesterday. So 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 how can I be not a to also? So you're saying that that So why don't you say here on Shabbos also? Maybe Elio came on Friday. Why do we say that if you say no, I'm a Nazir and Shabbos, I'm saying I'm a Nazir. If Mashiach comes today, well, Mashiach can't come today. Because Eliyahu didn't come yesterday. Maybe he came and he reported it in Yerushalayim. The answer is no. Yisrael has been promised. Eliyahu is not going to show up on Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantav. Why? Because of the bother and the trouble that it would take. Meaning, if Eliyahu shows up, what's the big deal? He's going to go to greet Eliyahu, right? They're all going to go. You heard Eliyahu just showed up. Eliyahu and Navi showed up. What are you going to do? You'll stop whatever... Netflix program you're watching and you'll run to and you'll run to CLEO and Navi, right? Whatever you do is put down everything, you'll run to CLEO and Navi. Meanwhile, Arab Shabbos, Arab Yontem, you got to get ready for Shabbos. you got to prepare challahs and food and get ready so you won't be able to take a shower, go to the mikveh, right? So you won't be able to get ready. So Elio is not going to come. Hashem is not sending Elio on Arab Shabbos, Arab Yontem. We have such a Kabbalah because he's not going to be on Shriach, the people. Okay, so now, so that's our answer at this point. Elio, if Elio cannot come on Friday, if he can't come on Friday, not to bother us, so therefore, uh, Mashiach can't come on Shabbos. Not because of Tchum Shabbos, nothing to do with that. Maybe he could come, it's just that he can't, he can't come until, until Elio showed up the day before, and Elio can't show up the day before in this situation, right? Because it's Friday. Okay. We're assuming now, mid also, if Elio can't come on Friday, presumably Mashiach Nami right? So Mashiach also won't come on Friday. If Elio can't come on Friday, not to Matriach people, and that's why if you said you're a Nazar on the day that Mashiach is coming, you're not a Nazar on Shabbos and you can drink wine on Shabbos. So if Elio is not going to come on Friday, Mashiach probably won't come on Friday either. So why can't you? So if Mashiach can't come on Friday, so on Friday you could drink wine. If you say on Friday, uh, I'm going to be a Nazar and then Mashiach comes, well, he, he's not coming on Shabbos, we know that. But he's not going to prom- presume me on Friday either. If Elio can't come on Friday, Mashiach won't come on Friday. So Listri, so if mid Elio also, Mashiach Nami also. So Mali Shabbos Listri. So on Friday, you should also be allowed to drink wine because he's not coming. The Mashiach's not coming today. He says no. Elio Loasi, Elio won't come. Mashiach Asi, Mashiach would come on Friday. Why? To keep it us, Mashiach. Once the Mashiach comes, Hakol Avodim Hainli Yisrael. <laughs> uh, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, he's gonna if Mashiach comes, no problem. The Goyim will take care of everything because everybody will serve the Jews. This is the opinion that when Mashiach comes, right, it's not gonna be exactly what well, we're talking about Yamosa Mashiach, the Machlok is whether things are really gonna change or just Sheba Machos will change. But this Gemara is going with the idea that if Mashiach comes, that's it. You don't have to do anything. You could sit back, everything will be taken care of care of us, so there'll be no tier. And if Elio comes, not yet. But if Mashiach comes, Everybody will be slaves to the Jews, and you won't have to worry anything. Okay, so that's where you are now. 
But what do we say? You said that if you say, no, I'm going to be a Nazar any day, the Mashiach comes. So every day, weekday, you have to be concerned. You can't drink wine. Maybe Mashiach is going to come today. But you don't have to worry about it on Shabbos, right? Shabbos and Yantif, because he's not coming on Shabbos and Yantif. And we said, why? Because Eliyahu will not come the day before. Okay. So if that's the case, right? That's the case. Let's be posed. Let's decide this now. Um, <clears throat> um, what about on Sunday? On Sunday, you should be able to drink wine. Why? Why, why, why should you be able to drink wine? It must be that there's no Tum on Shabbos. And really, Eliyahu could come on Shabbos. Remember, Eliyahu can't come on Friday because everybody's getting ready. Why can't Eliyahu come on Shabbos? Eliyahu, why can't he come on Shabbos? Right? We said that uh, the question is maybe it's in the of Tum Shabbos. If Eliyahu, could, if Eliyahu could show up on Shabbos and tell us that Mashiach is coming on Sunday. We don't say that. We say, no, you're, you're, Mashiach's not, Mashiach, right? Mashiach, we're saying, could come on Sunday, right? And, uh, and, um, uh, th- and therefore, you're a Nazir on Sunday. But wait a minute. But if you say what? If you say that there's Tchum Shabbos even above Ten Fachim, so that means not only can Elio not come on Friday because he can't be Matriachi, but he can't show up on Shabbos either. He can't come on Shabbos. Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos. Before we were talking about Mashiach coming on Shabbos. Now, Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos if he has to come, if above ten Fachim is Tchum Shabbos. He'll also be over there. Must be, right? And since you say that you could be a Nazir on, on Sunday, right? Because maybe he's going to come on Sunday. It must be that Eliyahu could come on Shabbos. If Eliyahu could come on Shabbos, that's a proof that ain't Tchum and Lamalam Yasara. So again, Bechad B'Shabbos Lishtri, why can't he come on Sunday? Because Eliyahu could have come on Shabbos. Lifshit, you know, Lechora, let's decide from here, the Ein Tchumen, that there's no Isra of Tchum on Shabbos, above Ten Fachim. The Yesh Tchumen, if Eliyahu could not come because he's above Ten Fachim, he's coming from too far, and above Ten Fachim is like below Ten Fachim. So, Bechad B'Shabbos, you should be allowed to drink wine on Sunday, because Mashiach cannot come today, because Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos. The Loasa Eliyahu B'Shabbos. The Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos. Right? So you should be able to drink wine on Sunday. Mashiach can't come on Sunday. And we don't say that. We say you can't drink, you cannot drink wine on Sunday because maybe Eliyahu did come on Shabbos. That's a proof that ain Tchum Lamal Asara above Ten Fachim. There's no Tchum and Eliyahu could indeed come on Shabbos. He can't come on Friday, Matriach, but he could come on Shabbos because ain't Tchum. So let's prove from over here from the fact that you say that if I say I'm a Nazir, uh, and the day Mashiach comes. On Shabbos and Yontif, you can't. Why can't you? We said, well, that's because Elio can't show up on Friday or Erev Yontif to Matriach. So Elio, so Mashiach cannot come on uh, the day after Erev Shabbos or Erev Yontif, which is Shabbos or Yontif, respectively, right? Elio, but what about, what about Elio could come on Shabbos and tell us if there's no Isra of Tchumen above Ten Fach, why can't he come on Shabbos? And then Mashiach could come on Sunday, right? Mashiach if, if, he, if Mashiach could come on Sunday, and if Eliyahu could come on Shabbos and, uh, and Mashiach come on Sunday, that's why it makes sense why you, you, uh, why you can't drink wine on Sunday, because maybe Eliyahu came on Shabbos. But that proves, if Eliyahu came on Shabbos, that proves that above Ten Fachim, there's no Isra of Tchumen. Because if Eliyahu, if there was an Isra of Tchumen above Ten Fachim, Eliyahu could not come on Shabbos. If Eliyahu could not come on Shabbos, Mashiach couldn't come on Sunday. So not only are you allowed to drink wine on Shabbos, Yantif should also be able to drink wine on Sunday because Eliyahu can't come on Shabbos. Elamai, since he could come on Shabbos, that proves that there is no Isra of Tchumen above Ten Fachim. That's what the Gemara says now. So the Gemara says, you're right, that would be a proof, but this Tana is not really sure. That's exactly our question. Is there Tchumen or not? Hi, Tana, Sfukim Masafki, he's not sure. He's not sure if there is Tchumen Shabbos or not Tchumen Shabbos. So Lechumra, 
Ulechumra, so he's going Lechumra. Notice when he says you can't drink on Sunday, why? Because maybe Mashiach is coming on Sunday. That means Eliyahu came on Shabbos, which means Eliyahu could come from a Bev Ten Fachim, that there's no Isra of Tchum above Ten Fachim. Maybe he's going Lechumra. He's not sure. He's saying Lechumra, we have to be Hoshish. Maybe ain't Tchumen, Lamal Yasar. Maybe Eliyahu could come, and therefore you can't, and therefore uh, you can't uh, drink wine on Sunday because maybe Mashiach is coming. He's not sure. It doesn't mean the fact that he says he can't drink wine on Sunday doesn't mean that he's sure about it. He just says he's not sure, and he's going lechumra. Therefore, you might be a nazar. You shouldn't drink wine. So Gemara now just finishes off. He says the koy Amos. Where? What day did he make this shvua? Think about it. When he say you can drink wine on Shabbos and Yom, but you can't drink wine the rest of the week. The koy Amos the kanadar. Where is he standing when he made this netter? Notice what day is it? Elam the koy bechol. If he's on the weekdays. I understand what you say. You say, he says, I'm a Nazir and the day Mashiach comes. When you're a Nazir, you're at least a Nazir for 30 days. Stam Nazir is 30 days. You can't be a Nazir for less than 30 days. You can be for more. You can say, I want to be a year, two years, 10 years, whatever. But you can't be less than 30 days. So when you say over here, if he says, I'm a Nazir and the day Mashiach comes, during the weekdays you're a Nazir, but not on Shabbos. Well, what do you mean? If you said on Tuesday, I'm going to be a Nazir if Mashiach, on the day Mashiach comes, Mashiach could come on Tuesday. Right? Maybe Eliyahu showed up on Monday at the Besdin, and you're a Nazir starting on Tuesday. But once you're a Nazir, you're a Nazir for the next 30 days. So what do you mean on Shabbos you're not a Nazir? You can drink on Shabbos. You can't. Once it starts, it starts. Again, keeping the challah on this, once Nazir started on Tuesday, Shabbos come, so to speak, and annulled the Naziris. Once you started, it goes for the next 30 days. The answer is he started on Shabbos for He made a Shab- his netter on Shabbos or Yontif. And he said, you know, the day of Mashiach comes, I'm going to be a Nazir. Well, you can't come on Shabbos or Yontif, as we explained already why. Because Elio will never come on a Friday or Erev Yontif. Therefore, Mashiach will not come on Shabbos Yontif. So in that Shabbos Yontif, he could drink wine. That day, he's, he's allowed to drink wine because Mashiach cannot come today. But he might come on Sunday. He might come on Sunday. How would he come on Sunday? Because Eliyahu will show up on Shabbos. Because maybe ain't chum l'malami asar. We're not sure. And therefore, he has to go to chum and don't drink the wine. And they can't drink wine from Sunday going forward. Right? He can't drink wine on Sunday going forward. And assuming that, his Naziris really started on Sunday. And then he would go for 30 days straight. So he said this story. One time that he came into the, into the port and they weren't sure if they were over in the Tom Shabbos. And, and Melissa says, don't worry. I, I checked already. I know exactly where the 2,000 Amis is, and I measured it. I, I could tell we were already within the 2,000 Amis of the city, of the port city, before Shabbos started. So you're okay to disembark. Tana. Remgalil was a shtickle scientist, right? He says, Tana, Shvalferis, Remgalil had a tube. You think of it like a telescope. I don't know how it was constructed, if he had uh, various lenses in there, but he had a tube. With that tube, he could see exactly 2,000 Amis. So he knew as far as he could see to the end of that spot, that was 2,000 Amis. And as he could tell wherever he was on dry land, he was able to measure exactly how far it goes. You know, he went and he measured 2,000 Amis. And he says, this tube was able to see something 2,000 Amis. Beyond that, he couldn't see anything. So he knew as far as he could see where, where, where it ends, that's 2,000 Amis. And he used that same thing in the sea. So he was able to see as far as he could see. If he, if he was able, let's say, to see dry land, or the Tum Shabbos, where it probably was, uh, from, the, from the boat. So he knows where 2,000 Amis was. Okay. Let's say you want to know how deep is a, uh, like a little ditch or, or a ravine. Uh, you want to know how deep it is, right? For, for Shabbos, for whatever it is, whatever the reason is. Uh, maybe Shvoferis, bring this kind of a tube, like a telescope. 
Umabit ba, and you look through it, the kama omkel shogay. Right? So Rashi says, Rashi explains what you do is this. You know, let's say, you, you know how far this tube sees. Let's, for the sake of argument, let's say it sees uh, 100 amas. With this tube, you could see 100 amas. So you, you descend into the ravine and keep looking. And when you could see the bottom, right, when you could, when you could discern the bottom, you know it's 100 amas. Because until, until, you can't see beyond, let's say this, this telescope only helps you see a 100 amos. So you go down into the ravine as far as, as and, and with there until you could see the bottom. Then you know at that spot, that's 100 amos to the bottom. And then you can measure the rest from where you're standing up until the bank, the top, the brink of the, of the, uh, of the ravine. So that's what he's telling you also, how to use a telescope. But uh, so, later come, uh, so that's one thing. Bring you this kind of a tube and look through it, and you'll know how how, how deep the uh, this valley uh, this valley this ditch is. Rashi says this whole uh, thing there. Uh, in other words, check how far this tube goes. hundred amas, hundred and two amas, whatever it goes. Then come to the to the edge of the uh, of the ravine. The and then deep down the Keep walking. See as far as you can go, and you know where you're at the hundred amma mark. If you go a little bit away, you won't be able to see. So you have to go backwards. You have to go down until you can see hundred ammas from the ground, from the ground of the ravine. Then you know that's hundred, and then you measure the rest up up to the bank, up until the brink of the uh, of the ravine. So that's the way to measure. He's telling you like uh, you know scientific measurements. You want to know how high a tree is. You don't, you're afraid to climb the tree. You don't want to climb the tree. You might fall off, right? So uh, what do you do? How do you measure how high trees? It's very simple. So what you do is this. Right? You measure your height, how high you are, and how big is your shade. Now, shade depends on the time of the day. At high noon, your, shade, your, your shadow is very small. Not the shade, the, your shadow that's created by the uh, by the sun, uh, you know, the, the, your body throws off a shadow, right? When the sun, if the sun is at high noon, it's very small. As the sun goes further down in the sky, it's a long shadow. But you stand next to the tree, you can measure your height, and then you can measure the sh- your shadow, how, 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 what, with the shadow that your body throws on the ground, measure that. Now that's a certain ratio. Let's say it's uh, one to two. Let's say you're two meters high, and it throws a shadow off of four meters, right? You can measure that. So you know that the shadow is twice your height. Then what you do, what you do, Vitzel Komoso, then measure the shadow of the tree. We're right next to the tree. So you can measure on the ground, you can measure the shadow of the tree. If the shadow of the tree is, let's say, uh, 100 amas, so you know that the tree is 50 amas high because the proportion is the same. You, you do measure it at the same time you measure yourself and your shadow, you see what that proportion is, and then you can extrapolate from there to see what the height of the tree is. Very simple. Let's say somebody just buried their kin and um, they don't want wild animals to be next to the kever. Rashi says because if he, if he, uh, wild animals are always looking for a place to shield themselves from the sun and if they uh, rest right next to the mound, to the grave that you just built for your uh, family member, they might smell the body might smell the body which is freshly uh, freshly uh, buried and then they'll dig it up you know they'll dig it up possibly eat up the dead body right they'd be uh, they ruined the body of a terrible thing right design a mess so in the shadow of the kever what do you do so this by the way we're at we're, we're at 176 now if you want to take a look at the uh, illustration 176 
So what you do is, I guess on the left side, that's your kever, right? <laughs> Ponik first got tainish muscles through it's right? They got the whole thing there. So you bring a little post. The Gemara tells you what to do. Um, ten o'clock in the morning on a six to six day, meaning four hours in the day is considered when it's very hot. by That's when the sun is at its height of heat and it casts a shadow which is cool. The when the at that point in the day the animals are looking for for shade. So what you do is at ten o'clock in the morning, check out how far the shadow of your of the grave is. In other words, the shade the shade or the shadow created by the grave against the sun will will uh, that's that's the right the right picture in the one seventy six. It that that black part that that slopey part. He says that's what you do. You should fill that up. Meaning, you see how far the shade goes. You see in the in the left picture, you see the shade is thrown by the sun. You sort of see that, that shady area uh, on the near side of the, uh, of the grave, right? So you know that's the shade. You don't want your animal to go in that light shaded area in the left picture. So what you do is you then, you fill up the gray, you fill up that shadow area with dirt or cement or whatever, fill it up so the animals can't can hang out there. That's what he says, like looking back in the Gemara. You don't want an animal to, uh, to rest and to, uh, to, to remain there, you know, to hide out there. So put in a, uh, put in a peg or a post at uh, 10 hours of the day. That's on the, uh, you see a little post next to the picture, the right-handed picture. You see how far the shadow goes. And then slope your construction of the kever. In other words, build an addition to the kever, slope it so the animals can't rest over there. You just, you're, that slope that you build up and down at a, at a slanty area will cover up the air so an animal can't rest there. Now he might be able to come back later when the sate is on the other side, but then it's not as hot. Or, and the ground then is also very hot. At this point, Gemara says we have a cabal that 10 o'clock in the morning is when the sun is at its heat, but the ground is still cool. So the animal will want to rest. That's the time that the animals are looking for, um, for refuge and for a place to rest. So that's, a, that's a, another good eitzim. Nechemia braid Rav Chenoloi. Nechemia the son Rav Chenoloi. Mashchasei Shmaita. He was on Shabbos. He was uh, busy learning, and he had a big, you know, his mind was was uh, was uh, preoccupied with learning. By mistake, he, you know, he went for a walk and he was thinking in Torah. And before, before you know it, he realized he had gone too far out of the cities beyond two thousand amos, and he was stuck there. Because when you go of your own volition outside two thousand amos, we learn you just have dollar amos. You can't move. You got to stay there till after Shabbos. Other people heard him and saw him there. Now, other people were saying are, are people who could travel because their tum was different. Maybe they set their tum somewhere else, and they were able to traverse that area. So, only Rav Chista, Rav Nachman, Rav Chista said to Rav Nachman, Nechemia Tamircha, Nechemia, this Nechemia Braid Rav Chanoi, your student, Shari Bitsar, he's in distress. He's in the middle of nowhere. The guy, the poor guy, was in the middle of learning, and he walked outside to the Thomas, now he's stuck there. What, what's the solution? Amalo, so Rav, Chista, uh, Rav Nachman said, Rav Chista proposes to Rav Nachman, Rav Chista, we had an was where? From Sura, right? Rav Chista was from Sura, and he posed this to Rav Nachman. I'll tell you what you do. Make, have, there are many other, like many other students there were able to walk in that area because their tchum was different. Each one has their own tchum. Make a mechitza, in other words, make a partition of people around him 
and he'll be able then to walk back into the city. Because why? Because as we saw in the Mishnah, if somebody took you to a place where there's a partition, a deer or a sohar, a barn or a jail or a boat or something of that sort, you're allowed to traverse that whole enclosure, right? There's an enclosure now around you. you you've, t- you've gone too far, but there's an enclosure around you. You can go through the whole enclosure. So that's what he says too. Let's make an enclosure of people. The people will like form a, uh, a circle around him, a big circle. That'll be an enclosure. He'll be able to come back into the city. Was sitting behind Rava, was in front of Nachman. So as he was once removed, Nachman said to Rava, who was sitting in front of Nachman, "My can we boil the I understand what was Chris's problem. Elam a bit of is the question what if the whole area was full of people? In other words. Um, the, make, make the circle of uh, the, the partition of people make it all the way around them, all the way leading into the city, right? Are we speaking about what? Rashi says, so many people, there a lot of people go out of the Tchum, he was able to come into the Tchum Shabbos and be able to walk there. So what's the question there? Of course it'd be good. What's your question? In other words, he had a he had like a human chain that he, he had enough people there that could that could traverse that area and walk in there and make a thing around him and go all the way to Tchum Shabbos so he could be able to walk back to his Chum. The and the question is, is like in a boat or an enclosure? Oh Is that his question? Oh Dilma. Or maybe we're at the top of Mandalit. Oh Dilma Bidalomalagavraskina. No. It wasn't enough people to lead all the way to the city. Rashi says over here, uh, the last Russian page, Alokim Malil, Dalanam Chitza Shalo Shavas by Mibo Yom, Karamaleel Gabidir Vaso, or Odom Pshitle, the Lokim Malil, Bokhulo Molagavi Atom, Adatom, Ela Ad Bezam Samson. Maybe here the, the number of people that made this enclosure, this human chain of an enclosure, did not go all the way up to the Tom Shabbos. He was still a couple of Amasal. Or is that the question? Is not Odilma the top line of the Gemara and Memdala? Odilma but Gavri. No, they didn't go all the way. They took him just to within a couple amas of the Tchum. Asking if it can be boilei. And the question is halachikar Lezer. What's Reb Lezer we speak about? We're going to say in the Mishnah later on, right? The in the Mishnah later on, this question comes up. Of of um, Reb Lezer says, if you're within two amas of the city, that's close enough. You're able to walk in. You're able to walk in. That's the question. So the uh, Amrastisan Rashi brings it down here. You can write like Amrastisan on Nun Beis. Daf Nun Beis. If you go quickly at the mission of Nun Beis, Amid Beis, it says over there the first mission, not the second mission. If you were outside of the two thousand amas, even one ama can't go back in. The Blessed says Shtayim Yikanas, Shloshli Yikanas. Within two amas, we give you. We give you a little, uh, you know, a little leeway here, right? We give you, a, we, uh, a, you're, you're grant, you have a little grant of, uh, you know, you have, you have a grace, a grace period of two amas, right? Not a time period, but a grace uh, uh, space of two amas. So is that to go? So the Gemara, so, so this is what Rav Nachman, what Rav Nachman Yitzchak asked Rava, right? So Rav Nachman Yitzchak asked Rava, what's the question? So he answered him, Rava answered him. Uh, I'm saying, I'll tell you what, Pshita Milomagavriskin. Now we're speaking about 
where it didn't reach all the way. There weren't enough people there to take him all the way back into the Tum. These what's the question? We already had the other day. both and by that way. What's the question? What was his question? Uh, if, if, if he can make a, a chain that way, of course it's obvious. Rav didn't know that It must be where it wasn't full all the way, and it was within two amas. Only the chain only took him up to within two amas of the tumen. Was probably so marked, so they knew they were two amas away. Udur Belezer came in, he didn't have any more guys. If he had more guys, they could have extended it. They weren't enough people. Udur Belezer came in, the question is, is it like a Belezer or not? Take an Amit Smashman that we also from the story, the Kamerle, what happened? Well, how did Rav Nachman answer uh, Rav Chista? He said, make and he can enter the Kamerle, in other words, what do you mean Yikanes? If he just made a Mechitz around him, obviously he can go to the, he can go within the chain, within that enclosure of people. But he says, make a chain around him, and then he will enter, it's mashmah that he will enter without the Mechitz. In other words, make the chains that he take him within two Amas of the Trum, and then he will be able to enter the Trum uh, like, like Rebbe Lezer's Shita. All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have an easy fast, everybody. Call to. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah.